always loved astronomy and cosmology, ever since I was four years old. At that young age, Dad told me that the world was round, and I thought, oh yeah, it's really just flat, but also round like a penny. I imagined that the ground went all the way down forever, and the sky went all the way up forever. But of course, the earth was really flat, even though Dad said it was also round. At the age of 12, my parents bought me a small reflector telescope, and I went out into the street almost every night to look at the planets and stars. Sometimes I also looked inside people's windows to see what was going on inside their houses. However, being a reflector telescope, everything was upside down. This doesn't matter for astronomers, just for peeping toms. When I was a teenager, I read the complete LaRousse Encyclopedia of Astronomy and that helped me to become quite knowledgeable about most things astronomical. I particularly liked the famous Hertzsprung-Russell diagram, which in a single graph summarised all the different types of stars in the universe, from dwarf stars like our sun to the big supergiants. I was especially interested in the life cycles of the different types of stars and so I decided to write a story about them. And here it is. Hi there. I'm going to tell you about my family, the star family. I have a mother, a father, a little brother, and then there's me. My brother and I are really close, in fact, a bit too close, but I'll tell you more about that later. The funny thing about my family is that although mum, dad and I are already dead and my brother is dying now, we all have a life after death. First, I'll tell you about my mum's life before she died. She was your typical ordinary star, a bit like the sun. She was a type F yellow dwarf, burning at about 6,000 degrees centigrade. She was sensible with her fuel consumption and managed to live for 10,000 million years. She had six planets orbiting her, two of which supported life. She was so proud of her solar system. In her old age, as she started to run out of fuel, her core contracted and her outside layers expanded so that she became a red giant. This is when her life turned into tragedy. She became so big that her size gobbled up the orbits of her three closest planets, destroying the life on one of those planets and threatening the life of the creatures still living on the fifth planet. This is the last thing she ever wanted to do, as she considered life to be the most special thing in the universe. After that, she went into a terrible depression and never and has never been the same since. She remained big and red for another 5,000 million years, burning at 3,000 degrees centigrade and using up the remainder of her fuel. Finally, she gave up the ghost, blew out most of her remaining matter into space to form a planetary nebula and contracted her core into a white dwarf. She now shines at about 5,000 degrees centigrade and is the size of the Earth. 
but she no longer makes any more energy and she knows it's only a matter of time until she cools and fades into the blackness of space. She is very dense and heavy because when she contracted, the forces were so strong that her electrons got squashed really close to her nuclei so that her atoms are mainly mass with very little space. Poor mum. She never really did get over killing the life on her two planets. But we've all tried to tell her that it's only the laws of physics and it wasn't her fault. Life is always a risk. Now to my father. He was born to be a blue giant, a fine type A star, burning at 10,000 degrees centigrade and about 50 times bigger than his dwarf wife. He had a fiery temperament, and because of this, he burnt up his fuel more quickly than his wife and shortened his life by a thousandfold. He used up all his hydrogen fuel, then he tried burning his helium fuel, then he got really desperate and started burning his waste, carbon and oxygen, when all of a sudden he felt lead in his belly and knew that his number was up. He had no other choice but to go nova, and I mean supernova. He exploded with the most spectacular burst of energy that I've ever seen, and I've heard that creatures on planets 6,000 light years away saw his bright light shining out, even in broad daylight. I'm so proud of him. What a way to go. Now what's left of him is a great cloud of expanding gas and dust, and Dad's core is a pulsar. To put it simply, he is actually a neutron star, spinning quickly in his own magnetic field, sending out double bursts of X-ray radiation, like a big lighthouse, to remind life forms that he is still there. As for his atomic structure, he makes Mum look like a wimp, As you remember, my mum is very dense, with her electrons close to her nuclei. In fact, one egg cup full of her weighs 50 tonnes. Well, my dad is even denser than this. When he contracted, the forces were so great that his electrons were forced inside his nuclei, with electrons and positive joining to form neutrons, so that he is just one big ball of neutrons shoved hard together. He started off life as a giant, and now he is only 20 kilometres across. Can you imagine the density? I don't know what one egg cup full of him would weigh, and I'd hate to think. Now for my brother and me. We are a binary system, living very close together, orbiting each other by our pools of gravity. In our earlier lives, we were both blue supergiants, about 800 times bigger than the sun. I was born first as a type W, and my brother came about half a million years later as a type O. I was the bigger of the two, being nine times the mass of the sun to my brother's four. We both burnt our fuels at around 20,000 degrees centigrade, which... Now that I'm dead, I realise was a silly thing to do because it reduced my life to only two million years. 
My brother is still alive and kicking, but with severe complications, and this is where being too close to each other has caused big problems. You see, when I ran out of fuel, I was so massive that I didn't even get a chance to go out with a bang, as my dad did. My core contracted so suddenly and violently that my atoms and every single thing inside them were smashed to pieces. There is no known law of physics which exists to keep my structure in a sensible form. I am now the craziest thing in the universe. I have a huge mass, an unbelievably strong gravity. I have an infinite density and, wait for it, I occupy no space. I am a dreaded black hole. I never meant to be like this, but I now have this incredible urge to pull everything inside me that passes by. Gas, dust, astronauts, even any stray light that comes too close. I just have this ravenous appetite, and even my poor brother, whom you may remember lives close by, is at grave risk. I keep sucking off his outer layers of gas, and he is losing mass all of the time. He tells me to stop, but I can't. I feel so guilty about what I'm doing to him because I know it will dramatically shorten his life. I know that in the end, I will actually swallow the whole of him and that will make me a cannibal and even worse, my brother's murderer. Mum thought she had problems with what she did, but what about me? How can I live with myself? My family tries to comfort me, as we did with my mum, telling me that it's only the laws of physics and that it's not my fault. Existence is always a risk. If only I had never been...